Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. It's Mama J here in those sweet little ears of yours for Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio. That little thing I like to call slut radio. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 12, what I am calling the 14th of February podcast. We all know what February 14th equals, right? Yes. Valentine's Day. Yeah, baby, it's Valentine's Day. It's time to be romantic. (sighs) Yes, 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 yes. I, my friends, am a diehard romantic. Diehard romantic. And I hate Valentine's Day. I do. I do. I honestly do. I'm going to try and be very unbiased. One of the reasons that I really don't like it is just the fact that there is so much pressure to be romantic that it it takes away any of the spontaneity. So celebrate Valentine's Day some other day of the year. I don't know. I, I just... I, I felt that way for years, even before I got married. My, my ex-husband had it easy. I never expected anything for Valentine's Day. Uh, and he always did the fallback, take me to dinner and we'd run a movie kind of thing. There was never sex. Well, if there was, I don't remember it. <laughs> that should tell you how... Yeah, okay, yeah, just we won't go there. I did do something since I am without a significant other for Valentine's Day this year, well, for the last number of years, but I did something for me. I got myself a Dave picture. Yes, I did, a Dave Portnoy picture. It's one of my favorite pictures of him. Yeah, this is my Dave shout out. Um, I got this little teeny weeny, it's a two inch by two inch sticker of uh, Dave and it's his mug shot and yeah he's all snarly and sexy and I love this picture of him so I got it in this little sticker and I didn't want to put it on the back of my computer because everything on my computer is all 420 stickers and even though Dave is 420 friendly he didn't quite fit in this picture of him, this snarly, sexy picture of him didn't fit in with the uh, the stickers that are already on my computer. Plus, there's the fact that when I am on my computer, I don't see the things, I don't see the stickers on them. So I, I would have paid for the sticker and not be seeing it. Anyway, so I went out and I bought a little teeny frame and I bought some cardstock paper and I bought some stickers and I <laughs> I uh, went to town on this little frame and it is so corny and so cheesy and so perfect it, it really is it, it's going to end up hanging on the wall of what I laughingly refer to as Slut Radio Studios which is I think I've told you this before I'm sitting here at my kitchen table with my computer and my microphone and my headphones and so I I do have things on the wall behind me uh, for Slut Radio Studios I've got several pictures and uh, no pictures of Dave yet though Uh, I do have my boys barstool calendar hanging out but it is on February it's not on May which is the only month Dave is in on that calendar but uh, 
Now, so one of these days when I'm doing video podcasts, you'll be able to see that little picture and I'll, I'll take you guys on a tour for the first video podcast I do and let you see all the different things that I've done because I'm just corny that way. But uh, so back to Valentine's Day. No, I don't like it. But I will, for your sake, I will try to be unbiased. I, I will uh, will go on record as saying that, yes, I, while I don't care for Valentine's Day, I do like chocolate. I do. Uh, not all chocolate. I don't like white chocolate. I like dark chocolate. I like, love milk chocolate. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I don't know. Don't know why I had to bring that up. I just did I just, I'm not a fan of Valentine's Day, but like I said, I'm going to try and present everything to you in an unbiased fashion. Now, one of the things that I'm going to say is if you are with someone who they are a romantic person and you yourself are not a romantic person, I am asking you to please, 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 please do tiny little romantic things on other days of the year. Yes, Valentine's Day is a good day to do this, but be romantic. You don't have to pick them up and carry them over the threshold or sprinkle the carpet with rose petals or anything over the top like that. Just something tiny and little and romantic. Just if if they get the mail all the time, get it for them one time, and and just be considerate and romantic. You, you, it doesn't have to be something totally over the top. Anyway, sorry. When I talk, I've, I'm learning that the more I talk, the more stuffy my nose gets, and I'm I'm a perfectionist. It seems like, and I try to do my podcast over and over and over and over so by the time i by the time you guys get the actual usable podcast i've been talking for about five hours and my nose my voice is it gets kind of husky and my nose gets stuffy so bear with me here another little helpful hint here if you're not a romantic but you are with someone who is valentine's day is their day Okay, that is the day that is all about romance. So suck it up, buttercup, and do romantic shit. Okay? When you're doing this, don't just do things that you think are romantic or you think might be romantic. Like I said, the rose petals on the carpet. Don't do that if your love is allergic to flowers because he or she will sneeze their full head off and all you're going to have to do is pick up the flowers. <laughs> if you're anything like me, then you're going to get pissed off and then you have a fight and, you know, do things that your significant other considers romantic. If they are romantic, if they're not, you're off the hook. If you are not romantic and your significant other is not romantic, you've got it made in the fucking shade. Kick back, put your heels up and have another beer or glass of wine, whatever. But if you are in a relationship with somebody who is a romantic, and you are not, you have decided to be brave. You have decided to suck it up buttercup, and you are going to do these romantic things. 
It's only one day a year, right? Even though you're going to be romantic at least once a month. Okay, anyway, I'm just nagging you. But one thing I'm going to tell you is not to attempt romance on your own. If you are not a romantic, do not attempt romance on your own. Ask the lady in the flower shop for advice. Ask a friend. Ask your friend's wife. Okay? There are, there are certain people you are not allowed to ask. Do not, under any circumstances, ask your mother for Valentine's Day advice. Just don't do it. Don't go there. It's not a pretty place. Also, your significant other's mother. This is never going to be a good look for you. It's going to make you look weak to your significant other's mother. And you're going to hear about it from the mother at the worst possible time ever. Probably in front of your future children. So, do not ask moms, your mom or their mom. Don't do it. Don't go there. Like I said, ask the lady at the flower store. Ask the dude at the flower store. Ask a fucking stranger on the street, but don't ask your mother, okay? The, The one person that I would recommend you asking, and you can't be subtle about it at this point because Valentine's Day is almost here, Ask your significant other, just point blank. Say, sweetheart, you know how much of a romantic I am. I'm not good at this kind of thing. You are. What are some things that you like that I can choose from for Valentine's Day? And this may get you hit upside the head. I don't know. I don't know how, how your significant other will react to this or what. I know that uh, most people like it when you are honest with them, and if you really truly don't have a clue, your significant other should sit down and help you. If they don't, well, maybe you're with the wrong person, I don't know. Now yes, I know this removes the element of surprise, but it's also a really ballsy move. And it, I, I think it's going to make you look good because it proves to your significant other that you're trying, that you're trying to do something to please them. You just don't know how. So I think it's a good move. I think it's a good look. I could be really wrong. I don't know. There you go. Have you ever heard of the love languages, the five love languages? And that's what I'm going to fall back on here. I took this little quiz when I was married. And then I took it again uh, today, as a matter of fact. So I don't know how familiar you guys are with the five love languages. This may be something that is still a popular thing. I know it ran its course several years ago. But I found... I found the points that it made very universal, I guess, which is one of the reasons that I've come back to it so often. It, it has different love languages for different situations because there, is, there are different kinds of love, right? There's a love, you know, between parents and children. 
there's a love between a husband and wife. It, it, there's there's so many different kinds of love. They, they, whoever has come up with these love languages, and I apologize for not knowing that, but the, the people that have come up with the, the love languages have taken it down into the relationships that mean the most to us. And I was able to look, there was a test for teenagers, there was a test for parents, uh, and then there was a test for singles, and then there was a test for couples. So I took the test several years ago I, when I was still married. I had taken the love languages quiz for married people. You can tell it did me so much good now that I'm divorced. But yes, I took the quiz. The husband at the time did not take the quiz. He he didn't care. The the love languages I took the quiz earlier today for single people and then I sat down and made my notes. And the love languages, from what I remember, my, my love languages, and it, there are five love languages, and it just depends on how you answer the questions in the little quiz as to how the love languages are ranked within you. So everybody has the same five love languages, it's just which love language do you speak the best or which love language do you need in your life and um, one of the things that I like about this is you don't have to sign up to get the results you don't have to give them a credit card number you don't have to give them your email nothing you get your results right then and there um, it's uh, if you want to take the quiz it is the website is five lovelanguages.com it is the number five love languages.com. So it's, it's interesting. What I would recommend is taking it alone and then share the results with your significant other. If you have a significant other, if you're like me and you are single, well, take it alone. It's, it's very interesting. And when you do share the results with your significant other, if you have one, be sure to include some examples of the things that they can do to enrich your life, okay? Some of the things that may be lacking, and you'll see what I mean here in just a minute. The five love languages here are receiving gifts, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. Those are the five love languages. I haven't read the books that go along with these, so I am not the right person to tell you whether these are, these are, I think this tends to be the language that you speak as well as the language that you need in your life. And I'm basing this simply on my top language, which is physical touch. That is my number one love language. It came in at a whopping 33%. And that's that seemed pretty high. Uh, my lowest number was 7%. So physical touch is a big deal to me. I tend to... I use physical touch a lot. I hug. I'm very touchy-feely. I hug lots and lots and lots. 
I often, when I'm talking to my friends, I'll reach out and touch their arm or touch their hand or their leg. Whatever part of them is near me, I I am that person who I will pinch your sweet little cheek. You know, if you're being so cute, I will pinch your cheek and say, oh my God, isn't she adorable? So yeah, that's me. I do that. I will reach out and I will hold people's hands. If I am about to get emotional with somebody, I will say, here, give me your hand. And I will hold their hand. And it, it's not in, it's, it's not romantic. 99% of the time when I touch somebody, it's not a romantic thing. I just need the physical touch. It helps my words to flow better. But yeah, so if, if you are big into the physical touch, hold a hand, hug a person, touch their hand, touch as you pass somebody by, um, this kind of thing. And if you are in a relationship with somebody and physical touch is your top love language and they don't get it, it's going to be up to you to tell them what you need. You need to tell them, I need a hug. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, you are going to have to convey that to them. Because, like I said, my ex never took the love languages test or quiz. Uh, and I, he knew that I had taken it. He knew that I craved physical touch. You cannot be married to me for over 20 years and not know that about me. Uh, he, so yes, he knew this. He was not a physical touch kind of person. He took it to mean, you know, that one of us had to always be doing something they didn't want to do. Well, he wasn't a touchy-feely kind of person, so he didn't have to be touchy-feely. That's how he took it anyway. Okay. Words of affirmation was next on my love languages that came in at 27 percent and again these are things that i tend to do so i speak this love language very well i don't i don't hear it often enough i have i have many friends who are a good support network but this is another one where the ex really really fell down on the job and words of affirmation are just things like, thank you. Yeah, that one gets overlooked a lot. In relationships, we forget to say thank you. Thank you for taking out the trash. Thank you for dinner. Thank you for taking care of me when I had a cold. Thank you for picking up my prescription at the pharmacy. Thank you is underrated and overlooked. I swear it really is. Telling somebody they did a good job at something. Um, you can tell somebody, hey, that tie really makes your eyes look great. If somebody has been working all day on weeding the flower beds, go out there and say, oh my God, baby, the flower beds look fantastic. Comment on their job. Make them feel appreciated. Okay, words of affirmation. The next one that was on my list was quality time. That one came in at 23%. So these three things are my most important 
physical touch, words of affirmation, and quality time. All right, so quality time is exactly what it sounds like. It's quality time. We know what quality time is. Make it meaningful. If you choose to watch TV or a movie, and this is very often what my ex would do, when we would go out, like for dinner and a movie, we didn't talk too much about the movie or or TV. We, we, you know, we used to watch some television shows together. Of course we did. We were married over 20 years. So we didn't sit down and talk about the TV show or anything like that. So do that if you guys choose to watch TV or a movie as your quality time together. Make it quality time. Snuggle while you're watching the movie or watching TV. Feed each other popcorn. Feed each other snacks. You know, find some way to interact with each other because watching TV or watching a movie is something that you do in silence. Usually. I mean, usually. Anyway, if you're with me, you'd better. So, (laughs) but... One of the things that you can do, and I loved, used to love doing this one, just take a drive to nowhere. Just just drive and talk and listen to the radio and sing and, you know, whatever. Okay, so we all know what quality time is. Do that. The next one on the list for me, it's fourth out of five. It comes in at 10% is acts of service. Now, this may be something that comes in really high on your list. Um, Taking out the trash, washing their car, getting me a glass of fucking wine. That's an act of service. Okay, the next one on my list comes in at 7%, and this one's receiving gifts. So, yeah, that's that's me. That's the last on my list. Uh, For me, it just, gifts are too easy to purchase now if somebody has made me a gift with their own two hands I will appreciate that gift that gift ranks up there with a hug for me if somebody has made me a gift with their own two hands that's as good as a hug that's that's gonna go right to the top of my list but if it's if it's a gift you know that comes in a box with some paper and a ribbon then that's fine and I do appreciate it it's just not high on my list in the love languages so I'll take that gift and I'll be appreciative of it but yeah that's that's it now that is all that's all the love languages that's all five of them the the receiving of gifts the acts of service the quality time words of affirmation and physical touch now If you take this test, and remember, let me find it, it is 5lovelanguages.com, the number 5, lovelanguages.com. That'll give you the quiz, and you know, I think you guys are smart enough to get sexy with these love languages, babies. I think you can get sexy with receiving gifts and acts of service and quality time and words of affirmation and, oh yeah, physical touch. I think you guys can get sexy with those. Do some fun things. 
to incorporate all five love languages into your next lovemaking session. Ooh. Yeah. Now you know, it's like the honeymoon. Valentine's Day is like the honeymoon. Everybody thinks if you've got a significant other, you're going to be having sex. Right? Yeah, pretty much. So incorporate the love languages into your Valentine's Day sex. It, it really Valentine's Day is the perfect day for lovemaking because everybody expects you to, right? I mean, yeah. Now, one of the things that I like to do for Valentine's Day, I did this with my, my friend with benefits a couple years ago. Um, I had gone to Fantasy World here in Foxy Noxy. And they carry a lot of uh, party favors, I guess. They have bags of dicks. They have cake pans in the shape of a dick and balls or boobs. They have, and this is what I bought. I bought these little X-rated candy hearts. Like those little conversation hearts, you know, that says cutie pie or hot stuff or love ya or whatever. These were X-rated little conversation hearts. That was fun. We acted out everything that was on them. It was nice. It was nice. Um, they also, of course, Fantasy World is an adult shop. They are going to have the toys and the lingerie. Um, one of the reasons that I love Fantasy World so much is because, like I've told you before, I'm a bigger gal. And they have lingerie and they have sexy outfits in my sizes and I love that uh, so definitely if if your significant other likes lingerie whether it's a he or a she buy them some get them a little thong um, you know get them something cute and sexy and outrageous with a little heart on it you know get them some uh, heart pasties to put on those sexy nipples um, body glitter. Get some little trial sizes. That's another thing that Fantasy World has. They have these little uh, cookie jars up on their checkout counter. And their checkout counter is huge. But they've got all these little cookie jars of like trial sizes like anal ease and body glitter and lube and I think they've got one full of cock rings. So they've got all kinds of little cookie jar things. Get you a bunch of trial sizes and have some fun with that. So, but don't forget to incorporate those love languages and have some naughty fun on Valentine's Day. Now, the time has come, my babies. We gotta wrap it up. Get your pencil, get your paper, get your phone, get whatever you need, and get ready to write. Okay, my website is slutradio.fun. My email is slutradio69 at gmail.com. My Twitter is at slutradio1, the number one. And yes, my DMs are open despite that one dude. Uh, bless him. Ble I've blessed his heart. That's that's it. Whatever. My Insta is slut underscore radio. My Snapchat is slut radio, all one word. My Facebook is still not in existence. 
I'll, I'm having more problems with that page. Uh, let's see. My Patreon has five levels of incentives to choose from. So go to patreon.com backslash slut radio and pick out the one that you like. Let me know about the shout out if you want it to be to you or to somebody special. Uh, and don't forget to look for me on fullswapradio.com. F U L L S W A P R A D I O. Fullswapradio.com. Give some of those other shows a listen as well, and you're going to have a good time. I can pretty much guarantee it. Thank you for listening, my babies, and I will see you next week. I don't have anything planned. I am. Ooh, that's right. I am quarantining. I have been exposed to COVID. I'll tell you about that next week. I'll talk to you then, babies. Bye-bye.